What's up, everybody? This is uh, Terry Moore. And Jeremy Smith. And we are the Ineligible Receivers. Back with episode four, I believe. Yeah, episode four. There it is. And, uh, yeah. It's a crazy <laughs> week in fantasy this week, man. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to begin. But, I mean, we're going to start off with um, my crazy game last week. I think we got to let the people know about this. Um we kind of helped everyone. Yeah, I mean, it helped you. With By the everyone, I mean me. <laughs> that, that's really all that matters. Uh, but, yeah, so this – I was going up against uh, this guy, and um, it was – what was the score? It was like 134 to like 124.5 or something, and I had two people left to play. I had David Johnson left because my running back situation was complete crap without Deion Lewis, and um, I had Cardinals D. And, of course, they were playing on Monday Night Football. And this was before the uh, they adjusted the scoring after the game. So I'm sitting there, and it's the fourth quarter, and I'm losing by, like, 1.5 points because David Johnson, of course, crapped the bed and only got two points. So I was relying on the uh, Cardinals' D. And uh, me and Terry were texting. And I'm like, dude, I think I'm going to lose. And he's like, nah, nah, you're going to pull this out. Like, if they get a sack, then, like, you only need 0.5 more points. I was like, all right, cool. And um, so, like, the last play of the game comes down, and the Cardinals get an interception. And at that time, I won by, like, 1.5 points or something. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was crazy. I was just, like, going yeah, crazy. Was... So we're going to go ahead and tip our hat to Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Like, Elite Quarterback. Absolutely clutch. <laughs> exactly. And you Jefferson catching that ball. Over the shoulder, just mm. boom. He didn't need to do it. Got him in the bread basket. Yeah, but boom. he didn't need to do it. But I'm sure as hell glad he did. And um, yeah, I had like my main person. The whole reason why I won this week, basically, because my quarterback situation was crap. I was streaming quarterbacks because I've been Roethlisberger as my quarterback. He should be coming back this week. But I started Ryan Tannehill, and he got me 45 points oh. in this league because it's like QB is a premium in this league. So. That was Dolphins super tight. Fuck off. Yeah, they did. But so yeah, I mean, I guess we could talk about that game since we're um I mean, we're going to talk about the Dolphins and Patriots first since it's a Thursday night game, obviously. Um But yeah, the Dolphins put in work last week. Were you impressed by what they did or did you think it was just a fluke just because they were playing a crappy team like Houston? Um, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah, they're under a new coach. I personally hated it because the kid I was playing had fucking Lamar Miller and Jarvis Landry. <laughs> and they put up all, dude, they almost put up like a hundred points on me, just those two fucking players. Like <laughs> I was sitting there watching it because the Bills played early. I got home, so I was watching that game because I had well, I had Foster. Um, thanks to an Achilles he's done for the season. And I had DeAndre Hopkins, so I was watching it, and I just see Tannehill dumped off Lamar Miller and fucking sixty four yards later. So. <laughs> And then finally, it's like 46 nothing. They decided to pull their fucking starters. So that panned out after about 100 points. But <laughs> overall, I mean, I don't know. I can see it coming from both. You know, I think they found their their rhythm and yeah. they're using their players, right? Because Lamar Miller did absolutely nothing first, with Philbin at, yeah, as coach, like you know? Weeks, he didn't do anything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like. It's a crazy... They they may be figuring it out, me personally. I don't think they have what it takes to beat the Patriots yet. 
and it was the Texans. Like, I work with a kid who's a Dolphins fan. He was texting me during the game and just happens to be the guy I was playing this week. You know, he was rubbing that shit in. I ain't mad at him. I'd be doing the same thing. <laughs> but he was like, he's like, man, if we play like this, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. I was like, yeah, and if every other fucking team plays like the Texans. <laughs> right? Dude, I just want to know, where the hell is J.J. Watt? Like, what happened to that dude? Did he just fall off the face of the earth? Is everybody triple-teaming him every play? Probably. But it's like, still, like, he was still making an impact last year, so... I don't know. Like, the Texans are... I think the Dolphins have are finally starting to use... Because they do have talent. Like, they are a talented team. Oh, they have they just, plenty of it. They just weren't using them correctly. It's a it's amazing what happens when you put the ball in your playmaker's hands. It's amazing. Oh, and Brent Grimes putting down Hopkins all game? Dude, Brent Grimes is one of the most underrated players in the league. I feel oh, like. definitely. Cameron yeah. Lake's starting to come up. Yeah. You know, and Sue seems like he's starting to finally f- find his niche there. I don't know, man. I mean, the only other person that's held Hopkins to that low a total would be like Josh Norman. So it's like this year. And yeah. I think Brent Grimes might have done a better job. I'm not sure. I don't, I, I'd have to. He only had five it. points. I think that was as many points as he had against the Panthers, too. I can so. go check his stats while we're talking. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, going up, going to Foxborough to play the Patriots, Yeah. Um, I mean, there's really not much to say about the Patriots. Um, they are the best team in the NFL right now. Um, their offense is clicking. I mean, even Danny Amendola's putting up points right now. Like, that's when you know they're clicking, when they got Gronk, him, I mean – Part of it has to do with Deion Lewis being out, I think, that Amendola is getting all these looks. And Deion Lewis should be back for the Thursday night game, but check that out before you start him if you have him. Um, I know I am going to. Um, but, yeah, obviously I'm picking the Patriots this game. Until the Dolphins show me that they can beat somebody of, like, quality, like, I'm just going to see it as kind of what everybody was saying with my Panthers. Like, until they beat somebody. Like, I mean, it's cliche kind of, but, I mean, it's true. You don't want to. They've beaten the Titans and the Texans. If there was ever a ch- if there was ever a time to switch coaches, <laughs> it was the time they did it because they're playing yeah. two like the most cupcake teams in the league because AFC South is like complete garbage. Yeah. So this right here, you guys had Josh Norman. Josh Norman actually shut him down the best. Um, at Carolina, he was five receptions for fifty three yards, no touchdowns. Brent Grimes was sixty, or sorry, six receptions for fifty yards and no touchdowns. Oh, so, okay. So it's about, I mean, it's about the same. Yeah, it's about One the less same. catch, three more yards. It's, but yeah. So I'm assuming you're picking the Patriots in this game too. I got to man, like you said, they haven't proven anything to me. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that they're not coming together. But it's good for fantasy. Um, yeah, you have more faith. You have a lot of faith in Lamar Miller going forward. Um, I know I'm having to start Jordan Cameron in one of my leagues and a flex just because it's deep and I have bye week issues and like I mean it's 16 team leagues and you know whatever. Um, so yeah, start all your Patriots, start all your uh, Dolphins that you think might do good. Um, and the next game we're gonna go to real quick. We're just gonna cover it. Um, Lions Chiefs. Not really much to say about this game. I don't feel like um, mediocre at best. Yeah, I mean, it's at 8.30 a.m. game. Jesus Christ, I'm not waking up that Yeah, early. it's in London. Yeah. See, I woke up early because your Bills were playing and the Jaguars were playing, and I have uh, I have every single one of my teams is Allen Robinson, so I was tuned into that. Um, but 
Yeah, um, I'm picking the Lions in this game just because the Chiefs, they beat a Steelers team with Landry Jones at quarterback. So what? No Jamal Charles. Start Travis Kelsey, and that's really the only person I care about on the Chiefs. And Macklin's still out from what I've heard. I mean, Sharkandrick West did something last week, so he ain't gonna do that shit again. maybe start him if you have to, but I don't care. Maybe flex spot if you have to. Yeah, who are you who are you picking this game? Honestly, I'm gonna go with the Lions. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have no reason being for that. I just I don't know. I just don't have faith in the Chiefs. Honestly, I'd rather I have more faith in the Lions, um, which is sad. Um, next game is a little bit more interesting. Uh, Cardinals and Browns. Um, the Browns laid a stinker last week against the Rams. Um, I actually picked the Browns to win that game. I think. But um, more, more because I have two Browns on one of my teams, like the most competitive league that I'm in. Uh, I have Travis Benjamin and Gary Barnage, so I was hoping that they would do something. Gary Barnage did put up his points, though, on the number one. I think they were the number one, or they were top five at least, um, tight end defense last week, the Rams. So he got his uh, 10 or 100 yards. Not sure how many catches he had. Let me look. Um, six catches for 101. So that's pretty oh, yeah. good. I mean, for no touchdown, getting 15 points out of somebody or however many, that's good. Um, I with that. Yeah. But they're saying they don't know if Josh McCown's going to play, so Manziel might have to play. Well, they they announced him as a starter as long as his shoulder's good. So oh, okay. as of now, he's starting. But it's kind of like the situation they went through in the beginning of the season when he had that concussion. Yeah. And um, – Man, Manziel started the second game. Yeah, like if he's he's gonna play if he can play. Yeah, uh, man, he'll go in. So just if, keep an eye on it. Yeah, and if Manziel does play, I will say that it does not really hurt Travis Benjamin's value. I don't think because so the those two, were the two weeks he went off. Yeah, the two weeks he went off was when Johnny Manziel was playing. So. It, it would hurt Gary Barnage's value more, I feel like, than Travis yeah. Benjamin because uh, Manziel is more likely to chuck it up. Um. But, I mean, the Cardinals' defense didn't look that great last week. I mean, yesterday, whenever Monday Night Football, I mean, they were playing the Ravens, and they were getting beat pretty well. I mean, they weren't getting beat, but for what they're ranked, like, I didn't think they played that good a defense last week. Yeah, Uh, definitely not. I mean, all they have is Steve Smith and Justin Forsett. Like, that is... That's the Ravens. Like that's all they have. And if you can't <laughs> shut like a thirty-nine-year-old or however old Steve Smith is now, man, with broken back down. Like I'm sorry, but like um, Patrick Peterson might just be a little bit overrated. And I hope Travis Benjamin just burns that dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna pick the Cardinals in this game just because I feel like they have enough offense to overcome the Browns' defense. And I mean, the Cardinals' defense hasn't. They haven't impressed me. They've impressed other people, but they haven't really impressed me. Panthers defense, Broncos defense, and Jets defense, I feel like, and Buffalo's defense are, like, the four best in the league. So Cardinals, I feel like they've just kind of gotten by on their great offense. So, um, but, yeah, I still have Cardinals to win because their offense is playing at, a, at an elite level right now. So yeah, start all looking real solid. Yeah, start all your Cardinals except for David Johnson. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to start Cardinals D in this league, even though I have some Browns, but, I mean. And it's such a shitty thing we have to say that because he's such a good back. Yeah. 
David Johnson. I, but it's I just, like him. I, David Johnson, I feel like you do not drop David Johnson. All it needs is one injury or something to happen, and he no, comes to lean back. Like, and he's good oh, yeah. enough to carry to tote the rock the whole season, and he's a beast. Like, but it's just he's not getting any touches right now. And that's what sucks about it. You know, that's what I was just saying. Like, I mean, he's a solid back. You wish he was almost somewhere where he could, you know, do something. Yeah, I wish he was on like some team that needed a running back, like um, Houston. Yeah, Houston, or like maybe. Maybe the Chargers. I mean, even though they have Woodhead, but well, Melvin Gordon not having the fucking yeah. finest rookie year ever. Melvin Gordon was sucking. All right, so who are you choosing this game? You going with Cardinals as well, or are you gonna uh, pick the upset? I can't take the Browns in this one, man. I got you, Arizona. Yeah, just because of that offense. Their their offense is at an elite level right now, even though their special team shit the bed, letting the block punt. But whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is a, uh, what is this, an AFC, is this AFC North, AFC North showdown, Bengals and Steelers, and this is supposed to be the game that uh, Ben Roethlisberger comes back, so I'm stoked he for that. He picked a hell of a game. Yeah, I'm stoked for that, because I need him to come back. I'm 4-3 and three in one league, and I need Ben Roethlisberger to come back, because I also have Antonio Brown, who put up a nice game last week, even though he didn't have, um, didn't have Big Ben throwing on the ball. But that game he had with Landry Jones for an, that's an average game for Antonio Brown, you know. Like, yeah, that's like the that's like the floor. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the best of a game. bad situation. <laughs> yeah, but he'd been crapping the beds. Uh, I mean, not him, but his quarterback situation had been crapping the beds. So yeah. it's nice. It's nice to see him get back in a roll. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell is the number one running back in the NFL. Heath Miller might have some more value now. Uh, Martavis Bryant, you know, always a threat for a touchdown. So. <laughs> Um, Big Ben coming back only helps the Steelers. And the Bengals side of the ball, I feel like, you know, just start your Bengals. Like, the Steelers have a decent run defense. They don't have a great at all pass defense. So you're definitely rolling out A.J. Green. You can start Marvin Jones in the flex. Um, Tyler Eifert's this must start. Um, and Andy Dalton, you're starting him. Most likely, if he's your quarterback, unless you have like Tom Brady and Andy Dalton, if you're lucky enough to be one of those people. So, um, Terry, uh, you got anything else to say about this game? I feel like this was pretty easy too. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I don't know. Going into it, I mean, you're looking at the Bengals being what are they five and zero, coming out of a bye week. So uh, I mean, they're yeah. they're well rested, undefeated team. I'm actually gonna take the Bengals in this game. Huh. yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Um, just because I think Big Ben coming back revitalize them a little bit, and mainly because I need them to do well for fantasy. So there you go. Um, selfish reasons. Yeah, for my own selfish reasons, I'm picking the Steelers. And the next game we're gonna cover is Saints and Giants. And the Saints they kind of surprised me last week by beating the Colts. Um, maybe it's just. A reason to another reason to knock the Colts. Like maybe they're just that bad that the Saints can beat them. But um, I don't even know who scored all the points for the Saints. I think it was Mark Ingram, but like I have no idea. Mark Ingram went off. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, I don't own any Saints except for Willie Sneed, and he didn't do jack, but he was on my bench anyway. So, um, and what do you think about? Um, the Giants this week. You think they'll uh, you think they'll turn it around a little bit? Maybe get ODB more involved. I mean, 
maybe. That'd be nice. Just I mean, be, yeah, it would. I mean, I mean T.Y. Would... Hilton had a good game last game. For fantasy yeah. purposes, and uh, it was against the Saints secondary, so I think Odell Beckham should have a good game, but you never know. Yeah, especially with the, especially with uh, Eli playing, eh, you know, like Eli. So yeah, that's a um, that's a tough matchup. Who are you going? I'm going Giants, um, just because I expect them to turn it around and get OBJ involved more throw him a couple deep passes because this season he hasn't really gotten that many deep shots. Like he's just been like the dink and dunk guy, but he's been making yards after the catch happen. And that's where he's been getting all of his points. Um, just because he's such a dynamic athlete. Um, even though it is in new Orleans and normally you choose the saints, but the saints just aren't the same team anymore. So not. I'm going to neither of the giants. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a coin flip really. <laughs> It really is, and that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> break out the oh, coin. I'm breaking break it out, out dude. The coin. Heads, heads, Giants, tails. Saints. Right, I got a Bills keychain. If it shows the logo, it's Giants. If not, Saints. This is typical picks right here. This is gambling at its finest. It's Bills. We're going Giants. Oh dang, go Giants. See, winning. This this ha- this also applies to fantasy football. You know, if you can't figure out your flex spot, <laughs> flip a coin. <laughs> oh, man. I wish oh, I would have done uh, that with Stefan Diggs last week. Ugh. Who was the um, the running back for the Giants? Oh, um, it was a weird uh, name. It starts with Orleans o. Darkwa. Oh, Dark. It's Orleans Darkwa or something like that. Yeah. I don't know where the hell he came from. I thought they had like he, I thought they had like four running backs, and then he just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, because you know they're running Andre Williams, Shane Breen. Yeah. Well, Rashad Jennings and Shane Breen, neither of them did shit. Shane Breen needs to step his game up. I'm starting him this week in one of our leagues just because I have to, and he better do something. I almost wish they would start lining him up in a slot wide receiver. They do sometimes, but then they like. Yeah. Whenever they use him, they do good. Like every time that every game that they've used him a lot, they've done good. So it's like, I don't know what the Giants are doing. It's the same thing as like there was a couple plays. I mean, I'm gonna go back to the Cardinals for a second, but there was a couple plays that Bruce Arians called or whoever their offensive coordinator was in that game that were just mind blowing. Like it was like third and one, like or third and two, like four straight or three straight third downs, and they threw it long on every single one. And it was like they dropped it. If they would have just ran the ball, because Chris yeah. Johnson was having a good game, like sometimes these offensive coordinators just need to stop overthinking shit and just do it. Like, yeah, but, they're sitting there. Oh well, they expect us to run this ball, so why don't we run it deep? Yeah, like why are you Look, passing? Still got it? man coverage on your dipshit. Why are you passing it to John Brown, seventeen yards down the field, when you could have just play action or something, and then hit somebody on a quick slant if you're going to do that? And I saw a drag right or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's not that difficult. Um, yeah, so double Giants, baby. Um, and the next game we're going to talk about is an NFC South showdown between the Buccaneers and Falcons. And Terry, what do you think about this game? Who you think? Uh, you think anybody's going to be a standout in this game? Maybe Mike uh, Evans. Mm-hmm. Talk. About I think it. they found the rhythm. Talk. Jameis Winston it. is getting comfy. I traded for Mike Evans straight up this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had him. I got him and Alan Hearns both in trades this week. 
I traded. Oh wait, we need to tell the people to trade. Oh, that's right. We tweeted about it. Yeah, sure. we did. Uh, so I traded Terry coming off the Tampa Bay bye week. I traded because I have my receivers are um, Allen Robinson, Antonio Brown. Travis Benjamin, and at the time I had Mike Evans on my bench and Willie Sneed. So I was like, okay, well, and my running back situation was iffy. So I was like, okay. Um, Terry was like, yo, what you want for Mike Evans? And then I was just like, well, you trying to give me Latavius Murray? And then so it basically went, who did I trade you? I traded you Woodhead and Mike Evans for Latavius Murray and Stephon Diggs. Yeah. And, um, Latavius and Murray being, I traded Latavius to- Murray. Yeah. Because I traded for Matt Forte. So, like, my running backs straight up were Marshawn Lynch, Arian Foster, Matt Forte, and Latavius Murray. Like, Stoked. But then, like, I was sitting there thinking about it. You know, it's like I got three top, you know, I could still run with Lynch, Forte, and Foster. But then my running backs, or my wide receivers were only Hopkins and Marshall. And then I was running with, you know, mediocre wide receivers if I ever needed something off a of bye week or something. Mm-hmm. So I figured, okay, you know, Murray, yeah, he's solid – you know, RB2 flex player, but I don't really need him. So I traded for Mike Evans, and then I traded Danny Woodhead for Alan Hearns. So, yeah. But I started Mike Evans, eight receptions, 164 yards, and two touchdowns. The, the, the thing about Mike Evans was I knew he was going to go off, so it was like real. I was real reluctant to trade him. Like, he had to talk me into it like two days. But the, I but, woke up one day because I had offered you the night before. And I was like, give me Mike Evans. You're like, nah, dude, he's going to go off. I got a good feeling about him. Next morning I wake up. He's like, hey, dog, try and make a trade. You can have Evans. Give me Murray. I was like. Yeah, because I was looking at my team, and it was just like, I was just looking weak at running back. Like I had Woodhead and Deion Lewis. And this is before even Deion Lewis went out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, exactly. So it panned out pretty good. Yeah, so, I mean. I needed. I thought I was gonna have Murray and Deion Lewis. I was like, okay, cool, this will be great. Unfortunately, <laughs> Deion Lewis went out, and I had just had Latavius Murray, who should have had a bigger game against the Chargers, but the Raiders were sitting there ass raping the Chargers, so they didn't even need him anymore. But I mean, he still did his thing. So I mean, now I'm so, feeling pretty good about my team. It's like a pretty well-rounded squad. So I mean, in some ways, I like took. Like I feel like I shouldn't. I mean, I know I shouldn't have traded Mike Evans like now, but like, I mean, I don't know how often that's going to happen. Like he's going to get his points, but I'm not sure how big it's going to be. Just because yeah, of man, I'm not talking. So. I would, I'm never expecting 30 points out of him every week. Yeah, just because of. But he has that. He has that capability, which is what you want. Um. So the Buccaneers are definitely, I think Jameis is looking better. Like every game, it looks like he's getting better. They're at least letting him throw the ball deep where they're not babying him like the Titans are babying Mariota. So I like that as for a rookie quarterback. Um, So you have more faith in uh, Mike Evans going forward, especially because of the Vincent Jackson injury and the um, Lewis Murphy towards ACL, who's their third wide receiver. So he's done. And you still got Doug Martin back there who's beasting, and Charles Sims is good. So they're keeping people off balance. Um, yeah. So the Buccaneers, they're they're looking like a team on the come up, but it looks like maybe in, a, Austin, in a year or two. Austin's Ferry and Jenkins. Yeah. He's still to... not full. He's questionable this week. Oh, okay. But they said if he is suited up, they're not saying to start him because they're not sure how big of a mix he'll be in. Maybe as a blocker or something. But yeah. I don't think he's going to have that big of a uh, impact this week. But 
he had a huge first week, Austin Safarian Jenkins. So Mario definitely wants him back there. But me, per- I'm, I'm, I still got to go Atlanta in this. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to pick the Falcons just because I hate them so much. But I just feel like right now they're the better team. Um, they still got Julio. Devontae Freeman's still like the number one or top three running back right now. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan didn't have a good game. What did they, who did they play last week where they only won like 10 to seven? Did they play the Titans? Who did they play? I don't even remember. I don't even have any Falcons on my teams. Like, yeah, me neither, but I can find out. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I know they only beat somebody 10 to seven and it was like, it looked real crappy. Like it was a real bad game. I think Julio Jones scored a touchdown in the second half or something just to put them up. Um, but I'm picking the Falcons as well, even though I don't feel good about it. Yeah, they play Tennessee. Yeah, so, I mean, ugh, I don't feel good about that. I mean, if the Miami Dolphins can hang whatever they hung on the uh, Titans, you would think the Falcons would be able to the way that they've been playing. But I'm not convinced the Falcons are a really good team yet. But um, I just know the Buccaneers haven't showed me a lot either. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see who wins, but I think – I think Tampa is on the come up, so we'll see. Um, the next game is would have been better if Tony Romo and Des Bryant were playing, but right. uh, Seahawks and Cowboys in Dallas, so no twelfth man. Um, so Ooh. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, did you see what uh, the Greg Hardy situation? That's always funny. Oh, yeah, he slapped that clipboard out of his coach's hand. Yeah, and They're talking about suspending him. Really? Yeah. <sighs> and then Being him a... and Des Bryant got into it, too. Yeah, I mean, Des Bryant's always going to get into something. That's just who he is. But being a Panthers fan, I know a little something about Greg Hardy. And the dude's weird, like, basically. <laughs> like, the dude... He might have he might be like a sociopath or something. Like he just doesn't know how to like behave around like people. Like he's just like a real weird dude. But I mean the Panthers never really had any real trouble with him until that one big incident, obviously. So but it's um, like you beat your wife one time and everyone hates you, like, come on. <laughs> I'm only joking. Yeah. <laughs> so oh man, I'm not even gonna go there. Um but oh, yeah. I'm done. You're firing me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um. I think I would have Ray Rice somebody or something. Um. Yeah. God, Greg Hardy. He's just he's real passionate, and obviously he doesn't want to lose. But it's just like if anybody else would have done it, it probably would have been fine. Like if Des Bryant would have gone over there and done it, they would have been like, <laughs> "Well, Des is Des." But because it's Greg Hardy, it's just like, ah, damn. Like really, dog. Like. Because then, like, I heard Stephen A. Smith talking about this on first take. So, well, first of all, you know I was fucked up if I watched that. But they were talking about how, um, like, he was like, if if you're going to blow up like that over a play, who knows what you're going to act like, like, off the field. And, like, uh, which is, like, a valid, like, argument. But, I mean, so to me, it's like- just like, well, they're playing football. It's like huge testosterone like i don't get why people want their football players to be like oh like all humble and stuff like i've never found that to be interesting at all i'd rather be my yeah, people it's like, i understand being i'd rather like watch off the field yeah like i get but... why you would do it but 
to me personally, I'd rather listen to somebody like Steve Smith or Richard Sherman just spout off. <laughs> or Josh Norman just be like, you know, like yesterday um, they gave, they asked um, Steve Smith about the f- officiating and he's like, everybody has that app, uh, Yelp. Um, I'm going to give this a two star, like <laughs> a two star <laughs> review on the officiating. And Steve Smith is always a good guy for a, uh, a sound bite. So, um, and Richard Sherman with the uh, mediocre receiver, mediocre like I like that was so funny to me. I was just like, "Dang!" Like Michael Crabtree just got beast, and he is a mediocre receiver. Let's get that out of the way. I hated how everybody at ESPN was like, "He's an exceptional wide receiver." No, he's not. No, he's not. Maybe in college, but not in the yeah. pros. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I mean, we haven't really talked about this game at all, but I'm going with Seahawks. Um. Just because I feel like they're going to turn around and Matt Castle starting. Like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I gotta go Seahawks too. Marshawn against Grand San Fran. But talk about how um, Marshawn was solid. Yeah, he did, and hopefully he does something for you too because you got him in fantasy. So I need him too. But talk about Darren McFadden for a second. We need to. Um, he had yeah. he had twenty four points in our league, like a PPR league, and like y'all need to go pick him up if he's gonna be the main running back. Like whoever the main running back is in the Cowboys offense, you need him. Like, you need him because he's going to put up the points. It's only a question. Like, Darren McFadden has a talent. It's the durability that's the issue. So, exactly. Um, I would still hold on to Christine, Christine uh, Michael for, like, one more week. Maybe. But, I mean, if you want to drop him, I wouldn't be mad at you. Um, and uh, the next game we're going to talk about is Chargers and Ravens. Um, interesting oh, yeah. game. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, even though the Chargers just got smashed by the freaking Raiders. <laughs> but um, the Raiders are one of those teams, man. Did you know that Amari Cooper has, um, like, the most yards through, like, six weeks? Like, as a, like more than any other rookie, like, in history? Really? E- even more than Odell Beckham, I think. That's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. So Amari Cooper's balling, but we all knew that was going to happen. Latavius yeah. Murray, I would love for him to get some more action. Um, Derek Carr's been playing really good. Um, and we're not even talking about the Raiders game, so I don't even know why I'm talking about that. But back to the Chargers. Okay. <laughs> that I mean, Phillip Rivers, he got all his points in garbage time. Not that I care. Because it still gave me, it still gave me the points I needed to win. Yeah, but he's but, still like boom or bust, man. You know, it's just fucking. It's like the week before they threw five hundred yards. Yep. But, I mean, let I me mean, let me look up his pass attempts. You keep talking. I'm gonna look up his pass attempts in the past couple games. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's, like you said, man, it's gonna be an interesting game. It's fucking. You, know, you got the Ravens coming off an eight point loss to Arizona and then you got the Chargers coming off getting fucking mollywopped by the fucking Raiders like it'll be a close one I personally think the Raiders or I'm sorry the uh, the Chargers are going to take it um, that's my pick though the Chargers for sure Phillip Rivers he's yeah just, he, he has the job done I mean regardless Philip Rivers is the number two quarterback of fantasy right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's throwing as many yards as he has kids. Yeah. Um, 
No, he threw like fucking 60 pass attempts that game. He threw 50 yards. Or 500, you mean? 500, sorry. Yeah, I think he threw like 50-something this time. He put up 336 yards, three t- touchdowns, and two interceptions. But it says has the most. he has 215 completions through seven games, which is more than any other player in history, and he's on pace to break um, Peyton Manning's record, and he's on pace to get 5,604 yards. He won't get that, probably. I don't know. Probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But he's playing Baltimore and then Chicago, who have been looking pretty bad on pass offense. So if you got Rivers, you're playing Start Rivers him. this week. He's going to go the fuck off because the Ravens have nobody on pass defense. He's going to go. Yeah, look what Carson Palmer did. Yeah, exactly. That's, and, I think they just caught Carson on a bad day. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, he didn't connect with all his deep passes. So, But then you got Woodhead. You're obviously starting Woodhead just because of the amazing game he had last week. Um, and Keenan Allen is going bananas. He's going bananas. I think he has more like I think he has like the most catches like in the league or something right now. So Keenan Allen's putting in work. Um, Antonio Gates. Hopefully he's back. I think he got injured. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't remember. But hopefully he's back. And uh, what you want to say about the Ravens? I think we kind of covered them when we talked about the Cardinals. But I mean. Obviously, you're starting Steve Smith but and Forsett, but anybody else? I don't think so. In a deep league? Maybe Kamar Aiken? Maybe. That's about it, though. I can't really pick you're anybody not, else out. I mean, I picked up Crockett Gilmore in a lot of leagues after he had a couple good games, but he hasn't done anything since he's been back. And he, they threw a lot to um, another rookie, not Max Williams, but some dude named Boyle or something. Like, And it's yeah. like, I mean... Usually the tight ends and the Ravens have some value, but like Dennis Pitta, like of years past, but this year it's like nothing's going. So I don't know. I chose, but I chose, I did choose the Chargers to win this game. So I expect him. I I I think there's just too much offense from the Chargers for the uh, and the Ravens. Like it's like the Chargers are what the Ravens don't want to face. Like, the Ravens have the worst pass defense. The Chargers have, like, the best pass offense or one of the best. So it's like there's really – and they're not going to try and run it that much, I I think, if Melvin Gordon's done. So it's just going to be Phillip Rivers passing it all day. So I'm choosing the Chargers. Um, And I think it's going to be – I think it's going to – it might be a – I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I'll go – yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Probably, like, 38 – 20 no 38 to 31 something like that damn yeah i don't give it 38 21 38 31 uh no fucking way the ravens are putting up 31 points they did good last game against the cardinals who you think is gonna win (laughs) i'm gonna take the chargers for sure (laughs) the san diego or the soon-to-be los angeles super chargers i mean what you think about that by the way like like three teams wanting to move to LA. Like, I'd fucking snap if I was a fan. Fuck that. I know Oakland's done it, but why would you go back? Like, I mean, you left. Like, I don't get why nobody. First of all, like, LA kind of seems like Miami to me. Like, they only come when you're winning, but there's so much stuff to do that like people don't always come to the games. Like, well, to me, it's like I'm surprised there hasn't been one yet. 
Yeah, I don't see why they don't just see they are. I don't see why they don't just make a stadium and like the NFL would obviously give them a team and then they can find another city to put an NFL team in. And well, they were talking about a couple years ago. They were talking about moving the Raiders to San Antonio. Yeah, I think they were just doing that to piss off Oakland. Like, I mean, I would love. I would love for a team to come to San Antonio. I would root for them. Like, I wouldn't. Obviously, they wouldn't replace my Panthers, but I would root for them. Um, and I would probably go to some games, maybe become a season ticket holder, just because I like football that much. But um, <laughs> only because, right? Yeah, but um, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I, I don't know how I'd feel about it. Like, if you're a diehard Chargers fan, yeah, it's gonna suck. Like when the Bills were talking about moving to, <sighs> to Toronto. Like, I had this pit in my stomach that ever happened. Like, I wouldn't even watch football anymore. I'd be completely done. Yeah, fuck John Bon Jovi <laughs> for the rest of his goddamn life. <laughs> yeah. So you made one song. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You give one love a bad name, song. sir. You give love a bad name. That's why you're going to move us. Well, you give football a bad name, you piece You can of keep shit. living on that prayer, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the other song. <laughs> living on a prayer, motherfucker. You better be. Because you never know when you're going to meet a cokehead Bills fan that's just going to RKO you. RKO you through the table, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. The next game we got is uh, Vikings and Bears. Woo! Woo! Um, okay. Here's what you need to know about this game. Stefan Diggs is good. Teddy Brid- Bridgewater likes to throw to him. Adrian Peterson is good. That's it. Here's the Bears side. Alshon Jeffrey is good. Jay Cutler's okay. Matt Forte is really good. Martellus Bennett's good. There you go. I just covered the whole game for you. Settled. Um, yep, and I'm choosing the Bears to win. In no circumstance to start any of these defenses. Yeah. <laughs> like, remotely. I mean, I'm st- I'm picking the Bears to win just because I think they got <laughs> – Did they have a bye week last week? I think they did. Yeah, they, yeah they had a bye week, and I think they're going to be prepared coming off, especially with all their pieces back together. I think they're going to come out firing. I expect Alshon to have a good game. So I'm going with Bears, but I could definitely see the Vikings winning this game because our defense has been playing decent. And um, Stefan no Diggs is way coming way up. Win. Matt Forte <laughs> is going to feast, bro. There you go. Talk positive, positive things will happen. <laughs> right? I need Matt this. Forty, baby. Matt Forty. Matt Forte is one of my favorite players just because I, I, I used to draft him in every fantasy league. Like, every team I could get him on, like, the past four years, I've tried to get him. He's just so good. Um, one of my favorite players of all time. Um, sure. Next game we got is... Uh, oh, goddamn. It's one of those, Terry. It's time for the... Worst take! Oh. <laughs> Worst take, where we talk about the worst game of the week, the one that you shouldn't watch, and the one that really we shouldn't cover, but because we are good at po- well, I won't say good at podcasts, but good. because we like to podcast and we like to talk about football, we are going to cover this game as much as it pains us. Titans and Texans, Jesus Christ, could anybody schedule a more horrific game? Oh, wait, if it was in London, it'd be worse. Um, all right, so I'd honestly like to look at the amount of views that some of these games are getting. Right. Like, like outside Washington, of their Tampa local. last week. Yeah, like, outside, outside of their, of their local, local like things. Like that shouldn't count. Like they probably got blacked out anyway. But like <laughs> Titans and Texans. 
Yeah. So um, we both, you know how we, you all know how worst take works by now. We don't like either team, and we don't want to pick either. We don't want to even pick this game. So we flip a coin. We decide which team we're going to take. Unfortunately, Terry landed the Titans, and maybe even more unfortunately, I landed the Texans. So here we go. We're going to give you the reasons why each team is going to win this game. Terry, give me the reasons why the Titans are going to win this game. Antonio Andrews, Jeremy. Antonio Andrews. Antonio Andrews. Who the fuck is that? I know you're not serious. No. He took over for Bishop Sankey at running back. He's on a B1 there now. I could take looking at Lamar Miller, what he did last week, and I'm not saying Tennessee is remotely as good as the Dolphins is, but he is going to be a savage. Yeah. Sleeper of the week for me. I put in a claim for him. Don't go touch him, Jeremy, because it ain't going to fucking happen. (laughs) I put put in a claim for him. I'm not saying I'm going to start him this week, but if you need to, start him. Another reason, Mariota's back. He's coming off that fucking sprained MCL. He's going to be looking real solid. But defense, it's going to be a fucking shootout, I think, dude. Because on the other side of the ball, you got fucking DeAndre Hopkins, which Arian Foster getting hurt and tearing that Achilles is the greatest thing that ever happened to fucking DeAndre Hopkins owners. <laughs> because there is not a goddamn thing left on that team. <laughs> I think you just made my point for me on the Texans, though. Because well, it's like I had Aaron Foster and DeAndre Hopkins, and like I sent you the picture yeah. of how I felt. I was just like, fuck me, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to give you all the reason why the Texans are going to win this game. And the whole reason why they're going to win this game is because they released Ryan Mallett. Boom. There we go. Boom. Get that motherfucker off this team. You want to know why they had to do it? It's because Brian Hoyer kept looking over his shoulder like, every time I throw a pick, this motherfucker is going to be like, oh, let me pick up this clipboard. Let me take off my hat. Let me put on my helmet. Put me in, coach. Now they're like, nah, dog. This is your team. DeAndre Hopkins is like, bruh, throw <laughs> me the ball. The ball. <laughs> I don't care if I'm triple coverage. I don't care if I have Darrell Revis, Deion Sanders, and Josh Norman on me. Throw me the goddamn <laughs> ball, and I swear I will moss them. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to moss them, awesome. bruh, because DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver right now. Boom. I said it. Hot take, motherfucker. DeAndre Hopkins is the number one wide receiver like right hot takes. now. <laughs> Until next week when Antonio Brown goes the fuck off. But right now, <laughs> right now, DeAndre Hopkins is number one wide receiver. You want to know why he's the number one You're wide receiver? You're out of your fucking mind. I'm not saying Texans winning this game is totally out of question, though. No, there's not. You want to know why? Because Mariota is a grade-A bitch. There, I said it. I said it. But because... Brian Hoyer's not. That ball-ass motherfucker can't throw a ball. Like, Dude. put me out there. You Dude. saw the picture. You Dude, saw... I'm going to tweet it. I won a game last week or two weeks ago when I started Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer as my quarterback because he got twenty eight points or something. Who'd they play though? Man, I don't even know. Who'd they play though? I don't even know. Let me look it, it don't up. Matter. Yeah, look it up because you keep talking your bullshit. Keep, yeah, because look at the rest of your team because I guarantee you someone else put that fucking team on the back and that was probably Gary Barnage. But <laughs> <laughs> Gary saying, the Barnage. Oh, when they were playing Indiana. When they were playing Indian, exactly. not Indiana, Indianapolis. But look at him. Look, Atlanta, 22, 
Indianapolis 28, Jacksonville 31, Miami 29. And that's because that's because they just pulled the starters. <laughs> the game's out of fucking question. Hey like, man, he put up it doesn't matter points. when you get these points. He put up points. 26 points. <laughs> it don't it's matter. True. It don't true. matter when you get these points. I was, you want to know who was a garbage Brian time Hoyer's hero? Brian Hoyer's going to go off after Mariota and Antonio Andrews and Delaney Walker and Kendall Wright and Justin Hunter fucking put up 40 points. Calling it right here. 40 points on the Texans right now. Ooh, they're going to hang a 40-burger? They're going to hang a 40-burger? I'm going to take the Texans, and they are going to beat the living shit out of Mariota. Mariota's going to nah. be like, aha, bro, look at I'm going back to fucking Hawaii. Nah, the thing about it is, though, is J.J. Watt, he's... J.J. Watt ain't shit. J.J. Watt was good for like 100 slow motion videos on Hard Knocks, and that's fucking it. Okay? I watched J.J. Watt. Exactly. I watched J.J. Watt flip a tire 50 times in slow motion, and that's the only goddamn thing the Texans are doing this year. And coincidentally, that's the only thing he's done this season. Exactly. (laughs) Jadavion Clowney looking like, uh, Jamarcus, Le- <laughs> Jamarcus Russell level bust, but here we go. Texans are going to put up 38 points on these Titans. It's going to be 38 to 14. You want to bet on this shit? I will bet on this shit. <laughs> All right, what 30, you want to put on it? 38 to 14. All right, Texans. I'm going 42. Damn. 42 to 17. 42-17. Damn, they ain't doing shit. Neither team doing shit. Uh, okay, so what happened? And all 17 points come from DeAndre Hopkins, even the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> he punts that thing through there like it ain't Pooch another. punt. Yep. Doug Flute did it. There you go. Okay, what are we going to bet on this game? Whatever you want, dog. Winner gets to set the other one's lineup the next week. Fuck that. I'm two and five. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't change anybody. I would just start your lineup. Um, but, nah, that's a little too risky. That's like some league stuff right there. Dude. Yeah, I know. That's where I got it from. I just had to make up something real quick. Um, we'll come up with something and we'll tweet it out later. Um, yeah. Next game, 49ers, Rams. First of all, fuck this game. It's going to be a struggle to even get a field goal in this bitch. And you want to know why? Because Kaepernick looks like fucking Squidward with tattoos and he sucks dick. I fucking hate Kaepernick. Um, Yeah, dude. The dude's terrible. He's like, I don't care about fundamentals. Really, bitch? Maybe you should because you suck balls. Okay, you can't. The only thing you do is, oh, my first read is covered. I guess I'm just going to run. Oh, wait, I got sacked because my offensive line sucks. Carlos Hyde is the only good thing on this team, but the Rams have a stout. Yep, and he's got a broken foot going up against the Rams. No, sir. Pick up the Rams D, start them. They getting 30 points this week. Boom. Woo. They getting 30. They getting 30, dog. I'm picking the Rams to win this game. Uh, Oh, definitely. Right here, right now, you hear Kaepernick's done after this season. Done. Kaepernick's out of San Fran. I got to go Rams, obviously. Yeah. I bet you the Rams have a 30-point defensive day and Tavon Austin runs back a a touchdown. I'm calling. I say the Rams shut him out. Yeah. (laughs) 24-0 right here. 24-0. 
Yeah, I can see that. With all of their points coming on defense <laughs> or special teams. <laughs> and Tavon. Yeah, it's special teams. Oh, wait, Todd Gurley. It's going to oh, be yeah, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's going to murk these guys. Todd Gurley is top three running back the rest of the way. Boom. I'm calling like that, it. too. Oh, that's easy, dude. Yeah. Easy. Hands down. He's going to be the number He's going to be the number one pick for people in fantasy next year. So pretty much what we're saying right here is under no circumstances whatsoever, you leave that fucking spot blank in your lineup. Do not start anybody from San Fran. I don't care if you have to pick up. Personally, one of my sleepers of the week, Chris Conley, the wide receiver out of KC, Mm -hmm. fucking do it and put him over Torrey Smith. I would even choose Albert Wilson, the other wide receiver in Kansas City. I don't know who the fuck that is. He scored 10 points last week. There it is. It's better than Anquan Bolden and Torrey Smith put together. Um, yeah. Next game, Jets-Raiders. I'm actually looking forward to this game. I think this is going to be a great game. It's a 3:05 start game, so it's going to be one of the only games on. So watch this game. Um, I love the Jets this year, but I also I know. love the Raiders this year. I love them, but I hate them. Yeah, I mean, they're in your division, but exactly. I'm picking the Jets to win this game. Oh, no. No, yeah, they got a good defense, dude. Their defense, their defense nope. is gonna carry them over. Khalil Mack is a G, but the Jets have everybody else. I'm taking. I think Marshall gets over 100 yards and a touchdown this game. Well, I also, like that because I picked up Fitz. I got Marshall in my lineup, but I also expect Chris Ivory to have a good game. See, I, I like I like the Raiders D line, dude. I like it. I'm not saying he's not gonna have a bad game. I mean, start him. I mean, what do I know? But so basically, I don't what you're know, telling man. me is you want the Raiders to win? Yes, but I want Brandon Marshall and Fitz to go off. <laughs> okay, well, I need Latavius Murray to go off, but I don't really think it's going to happen. But I don't really have. I feel like we're off. both rooting for the wrong teams here. <laughs> I feel like we're both doing the same thing too. But you know what? I just have faith in the Jets. Um, I got faith and in I have, Brandon Mar- Cooper, I have Brandon Marshall in one of my leagues too, so I mean, I need Brandon Marshall to do his thing. Um, well, Loki, the Jets gave the Jets gave the Pats a scare. Yeah, they did. Wait, I dude, picked they had the Jets to win fucking, that game. They had him by the fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, I, I picked the Jets to win that game, but Brandon Marshall didn't get his feet set for some reason. Yeah, and, that and, fucked me. I mean, not that I, I mean, I lost my hundred points, but it's <laughs> <laughs> a hundred point touchdown right there, man. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why Brandon Marshall likes to give and take away. <laughs> it's like for like he he recovers the onside kick and then loses in the game. It's like, dude, like you, why can't you just be consistent? But yeah, they drop the touchdown. Yeah, it's like, dude, that's Brandon Marshall for you. But that's that multi personality disorder, right? <laughs> the bad <laughs> one's just like drop the ball. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it, why did I listen to you? He's got like the angel and the devil. He's like, drop yeah. it, catch it, drop it. I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> That's what he does. I'm going to catch says, it like, and then celebrate early. <laughs> yeah. He says, fuck it. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking Jets, Raiders. I think it's going to be a close game, though. Um, what you think? Close? Blowout? Very close. Yeah. Okay. You're gay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a gobble. <laughs> You're going to see this face. Um, all right. Packers, Broncos. I'm actually going Broncos in this game just because you're going Packers and I need a win. Yeah, I just need a win against you in our, in our pick'em leagues. So I'm going Broncos because they got, like, top two defense. Aaron Rodgers is probably going to make me look like a freaking dumbass. Top two defense. But 
but oh, but the but I I'm just like I think that the Packers don't have that great of a pass defense. So I've said I it mean, every week on this goddamn show, Jeremy. Every week, I'm pulling a skip right here. Every goddamn week I say on this show. <laughs> oh God. You look at the Broncos' schedule, and you look at who they've played. It makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> but seriously, though, you look at their you look at their losses, and you look at what who they've lost, or you look at their wins and who they've almost lost to. None of those games, none of those games, have been remotely a blowout. And this is the f- first real team they've played. You know. Fucking Cleveland Browns and Josh McCown took him to overtime. Derek Carr had him in the red zone to win the game, and apparently he does not throw a fucking football. <laughs> you know, you had Jamal Charles, dyslexic motherfucker, fumble a ball right before overtime. <laughs> you got, I mean, just all of them, dude. There's a reason for all of them. Yeah, their defense is clutch. They stepped up, but they have not faced a high-powered offense like Aaron Rodgers. First of all, first oh, of man. all. <laughs> I brought out the Stephen A. Peyton Manning is a bad man. Oh, actually, he usually says that about Aaron Rodgers, so I'm totally doing the wrong team here. But do you really think that those Green Bay defensive backs want anything to do with Demarius Thomas? <laughs> do, you, do you really think that they want anything to do with a hard-ass brother like Emmanuel Sanders? Because last time I checked, Emmanuel Sanders is a bad man. <laughs> Worse than two, better than Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. put together with ice cubes sprinkled on top. Okay? He is a bad man. He's going to score. You think that faggot-looking fairy-ass bitch, Clay Matthews, is going to get to Peyton Manning. I'm sorry. I just can't respect a white man with a bun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. First of all, fucking, Fuck I, I hate Clay Matthews <laughs> because yeah, it just looks too. like such a dumbass. And I hate the. Pa- I mean, I don't hate the Packers, but I just hate Julius Peppers. Um, Judas Peppers, as us Panthers fans call him. Judas Peppers. So, um. Yeah, I'm picking the Broncos. Um, don't feel real good about it, but I need to come up with some uh, wins that go against Terry. So, yeah. <laughs> really no other reason other than that. Um, because I honestly think the Pack, But the Packers' offense hasn't looked that great re- recently because of Randall Cobb's injury, Eddie Lacy playing like shit. So, it's all on Aaron Rodgers. So, I don't know. It'll probably be a close game. So, Broncos. I choose Broncos. You choose Packers. Awesome. So the Monday and the next game that we got is the Monday night game. The game that's near and dear to my heart. My Panthers taking on the Colts. In honor of this game, Terry, I wrote a little, uh, wrote a little ode or a little song, little ditty that I'm going to sing for you real quick. You might know the beat. Um, It's about Andrew Luck and how unfortunate people have been talking to me about 
them drafting Andrew Luck and how mad they are that they wasted a first round pick on him. I'm very sorry for all your problems. I had Andrew Luck last year and I rode him to a fantasy championship, but I was not stupid enough to pay a first round pick for him. In honor of this, I wrote a song. We used to call on you, Mr. Andrew, when we needed your fantasy love. But now we look so stupid, because now all you do is throw those INTs. Good thing I picked up Panthers D. Norman's popping out like trick or treat. You'll be looking saltier than Moncrief. When those passes land at his feet, I only wrote one verse because that's all I needed to say. goddammit. it! Because Andrew Luck is a bum ass bitch this year. You wonder why? Because he didn't get drafted by the Panthers because he didn't decide to come out a year early. And we got Cam Newton, and I'm not salty about that at all because Cam Newton is ten thousand times more amazing than Andrew Luck. You see what Andrew Luck is doing? He's sucking balls. That's what he's doing. Neck beards do not create touchdowns, okay? Here's what you need to do, Andrew Luck. You need to go to your barber and don't say fuck me up, fam, like you usually do. And just be like, look, I need a quality haircut and I need you to shave this fucking beard off because I need a new start just like Pagano, okay? Pagano got cancer, took all his hair off. Boom. There it is. They started winning. I'd say oh, he should get that Jimmy Butler fed. <laughs> that would be sweet. Right? Get the- Breaking a little NBA there, though. Finest get- NBA fucking get that the NBA. Get that Amon Shumpert. Get that kid Ooh. and play. Ooh, that looks sexy. But- or get that A. Brown, dude. Yeah. Oh, one. yeah. Oh, mm. That A. Brown. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He needs a kick in the face from A. Brown. That's what he needs. He yeah, needs to be throwing nuts. those balls to, I don't know, maybe his own team. Y'all know you had the horseshoe on your helmet, right? Because <laughs> I'm not so sure you know. Because, okay, first of all, the reason why the Colts suck, I'll break it down. They don't know how to draft. Their GM sucks. You want to know why their GM sucks? Because they have all these problems on the defensive line and offensive line. Who do they draft in the first round? Philip Dorsett. <laughs> Guess who Philip Dorsett is compared to? T.Y. Hilton. What the fuck are you doing? You already have the better version of Philip Dorsett on your team, and you're going to take him in the first round? Are you not to get nothing against Philip Dorsett because he's a great player, and I actually won the Panthers to draft him in the second round. Unfortunately, we drafted Funches. But Stonehands. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, uh, like Funches, he'll make a great catch, and then he'll drop the easy one. It's like, oh, my God. Like, dude, you are so inconsistent. But the thing is, Colts. Listen to me. I'm not your GM. I don't want to be your GM. If I looked at your roster, I'd be like, fuck this job, and I'd quit. You have Andrew Luck, you have T.Y. Hilton, and you have nobody else. Da- oh, wait, Dante Moncrief. How the fuck are you going to have both Dwayne Allen and Kobe Fleener on the same? Like, you, Kobe Fleener is not good. He's not. I know y'all want him to be like Greg Olson. Just because he's white and he's a tight end. But he's not. Dwayne Allen is better. Your offensive line is garbage. Frank Gore 
is almost as old as most fine wines. I mean, what the hell are y'all doing? Getting Andre Johnson and Frank Gore? This isn't the 90s. This isn't early 2000s Miami. They're not good. I'm sorry. They're not. I know you wanted to reunite them, maybe, or do whatever. And please, Jim Ursay, go snort another line of coke or whatever you're doing and figure out how to run this team. Jesus Christ. The Panthers are going to win this game. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that my Panthers are going to win this game. Um, it's going to be 28-14 Panthers. That's what I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he just said it. <laughs> my issues with the special teams, Coach. Good that thing you throw all those INTs. No, but seriously, the Panthers <laughs> are going to win it. <laughs> we're going Panthers to be, gonna win it. What are we, 7? Are we 6-0 and or 7-0? and I can't remember. 6-0. and Okay, we're going to be 7-0 and after this game. Panthers are going to win this game. We're going to advance 7-0. and Going to Green Bay. Or not going to Green Bay. Green Bay is coming to Charlotte. But I think you guys will win this game. I got faith in y'all. No, hands down. You know, Jay Stu, I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but he's – He's balling right now. Right now. So, and <laughs> what, right now, I don't think the Colts' defense is going to be anything to fucking cool them down. I can tell you that. Um, you know, you got Josh Storm in the secondary is playing lights out. Luke Keekley doing his job. You know, my only issue with Luke Keekley is he needs to keep his fucking hands off people. He's taking bad penalties. No, he's taking bad penalties, man. Like that play right there at the end of the game when there was that pass interference that you texted me that was a bullshit call. You remember when the ball, they thought it was tipped and Luke uh, came up and yeah, shoved him? Yeah. Regardless if that ball is tipped or not, that ball was nowhere near that intended receiver. Keep your fucking hands off them. Yeah, I mean. That ball was in the fucking dirt. No. In, in a situation like that, when they're a score away, you give them the ball back, Philly had three timeouts, and the two-minute warning. And it was third and 16. And you throw a ball like that, and then Luke cost that shit. I mean, that was that was pass interference. It was blatant. It was unnecessary. It gave him a first down. You know, luckily, Jared Allen came around that fucking edge like a fucking bulldozer. Mm-hmm. But that's my only issue with the defense. It's just bad penalties. I'm not, I, mean, I have no reason to talk. Bill's the most penalized team in the league. But other than that, Cam... It's on fire. He's going to blow Mike Vick's rushing touchdown record out of the water. Like, it's not even going to be funny. But, yeah, dude. I mean, Olsen, solid. Olsen in fantasy, hands down, probably the best fantasy tight end out there. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. I don't think anybody's better than him. Not Maybe a, Travis Kels. Not a, not a Gronk. Oh, well, yeah, I forgot about Gronk. All right. <laughs> He's like the second best fantasy tight end out there. I was about to say, are we forgetting someone? Because I feel like there's a dude in New England who likes to spike a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't even got a whole lot to say about this team. It's really just like, I mean, you guys are going to win. Indy sucks. That's about that. Yep. That's about it. I don't know why they suck. I mean, I do, because they can't draft for shit, and their uh, GM is terrible. Chuck Pagano, 
You think Chuck if Pagano? I was is him, if I was Chuck Pagano, I would want to quit too. Because <laughs> f this team. How the f are you gonna like? I mean, he's pro- he's got to have like a lot of responsibility because he was probably the one that was like. Well, Ooh. how do you go to an AFC Championship game and then? I mean, obviously they lost, but how do you go to an AFC Championship and then come out like this? You know. Yeah, I don't know. And the funny thing is, they still have a chance to win the AFC South because it is it is that bad. Yeah, what Jags are two and five. I don't even know. Yeah. If the Jags what is this, win week this, seven? yeah. If the Jags win, yeah, two and five because they're on a bye. If the Jags win this division, it'll make me endlessly happy. Make me oh, no so shit, happy. Man. Who, who's in it? It's the Colts, Titans, Jags, and Texans. Yeah. What a weak ass division. Yeah. Well, NFC South was like that last year. Huh? Yeah. My Panthers were doing. They were the best of the worst. You know, got to be, <laughs> got to be the best at something. Um, hey, I'll tell you what though, man. You know, winning the division with a losing record. <laughs> pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty impressive. So that wraps it up. For this week, y'all. Um, those were our week eight. In our week seven picks, we both went eight and six. So take that for what you want. Um, we're going to make it up this week, I promise you. Um, so hit us up. We're still on Twitter. At JRSmith89. And at more Sir underscore. No, no, no. We changed it. At Sir Saucy Mids, bro. Sir Saucy Mids. Forgot. My bad. Um, and then we're also going to, we are also on iTunes and the ineligible receivers and we're on SoundCloud. We have these, we record these usually every Tuesday night or Wednesday night. We'll have it to you before the Thursday night game. So set your lineups accordingly. Um, the teams on by this week are Jags, Washington, Buffalo, Philly. So take those motherfuckers Thank out God of the lineup. Buffalo's on a bye. <laughs> Terry doesn't need any more heartache in his life. That's for sure. Dude. I'll post a video, man. I have a video of this bar we went to. It's called the Bowskis. It's downtown Charlotte. And that place fucking erupted, dude. Like, <laughs> absolutely erupted. When our fucking our Corey Graham caught that touchdown, that pick six. Yeah. 45-yard pick six return, man. Like, we were in it. You know, we had it. But did you watch any of the game, Jeremy? Yeah, I watched, the, I watched most of it. I did think. you see that pass interference call? I can't remember. It was, I mean, it was blatant, just non-pass interference. Like, um, I, I forget th- who. I think it was Duke Williams was, like, literally three feet away from this receiver. Oh. He got locked up on his own feet and fell, yeah. and they threw the flag. And this is my issue with the NFL. This officiating, like Steve Smith said, I don't even give him two fucking stars. Fuck that. They suck dick. I give him <laughs> zero fucking stars. They cost us the goddamn game. He gave him a first down. They were out of fucking timeouts, put him in the red zone, and Blake fucking Big Bad Bortles comes here fucking throwing <laughs> like, a 30 yard touchdown. Throwing a fucking 30 yard touchdown to Allen Hearns. Fuck that. It should have been fourth and 10. Buffalo should have gotten the ball back. We could have victory formation, won the fucking game. We deserve that game. And like I said, they need to make a fucking show or put these fucking officials on like national fucking television explaining their fucking calls. Yeah. I, I want to know the explanation for that call. Like, what the fuck did you see that we did? Dude, you know I watched it on a 60-inch fucking TV, three feet in front of my goddamn face, and you're there, and you fucking missed that? 
Suck my dick, dude. <laughs> Suck my dick. Dude, you want to know what I was pissed off about is they went that Luke Keekley call that you said you were talking about, the Luke Keekley call, where the pass interference, they didn't even what what was the rule or they did something they um they said if they you talking about the Luke Keekley call? They said the ball was tipped and then they yes. did it so they could give us a flag after they watched the replay. What the fuck? Like how do you give somebody a flag in a replay that you didn't call on the field at first? Like that makes no like what like what? Like how are you going to do no, that? No, you guys actually won that call. No, we didn't. We lost. It wasn't a tip. Like, he just threw the ball. Yeah, but then it would have been pass interference. No. no, because someone came around and smacked his arm. They hit his arm. No, they didn't call yeah, pass you got, interference Yeah, you at lost first. the ball. They didn't call pass interference at first. They said it was tipped at first, and so there was no flag. But then afterwards, they said it was that's right, not that's tipped. Right. And then we got a flag on us. So they gave them another chance, even yeah, though they exactly. were the ones that missed it. So how can you go back and review, and but you can't review, like you can't... Th- they said Chip Kelly could review that the ball was tipped or not. It wasn't challenging the penalty, which it implies that it was challenging the yeah, penalty. Yeah, because the whole... No, I understand where you're coming from. Trust me, dude. Yeah, but I think that's a fucking stupid loophole. And please, yeah. will somebody figure out... What the fuck a catch is? Please tell oh. me. Because the yeah. Ted Ginn catch that wasn't, and then like an inner like what? Nobody knows what I don't a catch is that. anymore. Nobody knows because yeah. you think then you got oh, Golden Tate, you know, holding it in three fucking fingers over the goal line, but that's a touchdown. But Des Bryant's isn't a catch in the play. That, that was a catch. Calvin Johnson's touchdown a couple years ago wasn't a touchdown. It's like Sam Shields wow. didn't have that interception. Yeah. Seahawks lost that game. I still dwell on that. Um, fucking the refs are blowing it this year. I'm sorry, but they. I mean, the yeah. whole NFL has turned into an absolute pussy league. You can't fucking touch anybody. It's if you look at the quarterback wrong, you're getting a flag. Like I've seen them like fall over, like they get hit in the head with somebody's hand, and they're calling like fucking um like roughing the passer, and it's like what? Like, like yeah, illegal hands to the head. Yeah, it's so stupid. Like I don't, I don't like the direction that the NFL is going in with their protection of all these players. And like, I mean, I get why they're doing it, but it's just like it's sometimes they don't call it. Like sometimes, or sometimes yeah, they will lay a big hit with their shoulder, and they'll be like, "Oh, that looked really violent. Let me throw this flag." It's like. Yeah, just because no. somebody looks violent, and then you got the commentators sitting here playing it in slow mo, and they're like, "That was an absolutely clean hit, complete shoulder to shoulder contact." Okay, getting hit in the shoulder is going to throw you off balance, and when you guys are running at fucking fifteen, twenty miles an hour, yeah, it's going to look pretty fucking violent. But that's what you signed a contract to do. Yeah, like, get the fuck over it, dude. Yeah, I'm. S- like, I'm tired of these fucking refs. I'm tired of the fucking refs. I'm tired of the fucking commission. I'm tired of these fucking rules. Like, I'm over it. Because if you can challenge a fucking penalty now, Rex should have thrown the goddamn flag because that was bullshit. <laughs> I wish there was a uh, like a flag that but you I could throw, like I didn't a blue see Mike one Pereira, or something. I yeah. didn't see Mike Pereira or Mike Carey. You know, this, have you seen this? Giving just old refs a fucking job to where they pull them up. Oh, we're going to bring in an NFL officiating professional yeah. to explain what this call is going to do. Like, shut the fuck up. Why wasn't Mike Carey there? Mike Pereira, why the weren't they there telling us how this wasn't 
a pass interference on Buffalo. And the veteran NFL, like, and the veteran guys that are, like, talking about it, they're, like, shitting on the refs on their design. Man, I don't know what the hell he was seeing right there. And it's, like, exactly. But they're, like, oh, but they don't have, like, it's real time. It's, like, harder. Okay, fine. But when you slow-mo the play and you still get it wrong. If you have an issue with it, you know, that fucking, like, probably, like, $100,000, all that equipment over there costs, fucking use it. Well, then, but then it comes the issue, like, do you want to slow down the game? I don't care. I say, maybe, just maybe, have a couple more riffs. Have a couple more so they can see everything that's going on. How many do they have? Usually four. Yep. But first... They have the headline... And I would love back judge. I would love for them to really, really like because the most annoying penalty to me is like holding. Like holding is just like it just kills everything, and it's a ten-yard penalty. And I want to know why sometimes some penalties are automatically give you a first down, and some don't. Like some like because what, like what defines that. Yeah, like what defines that? Like because some of the penalties are dumb and they automatically grant you a first down. Can't think of any off the top of my head, but it's like a neutral zone infraction. Neutral yeah. zone. Yeah. Like why does that one five yards an automatic first down? Like why is that one like seen? Just because I like move forward a little bit. Yeah. But like, dip shit over here holding my fucking jersey while I'm trying to get to your quarterback isn't like. Yeah. I'd like to know like why shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like make a show, bring refs on. Have a different bunch of calls. Like the Golden Tate touchdown, the Ted Ginn catch, the blown call on Buffalo, the Luke Keekley thing. Bring them on. Let them fucking explain it. And there because... you have it, guys. Oh, wait, you got something else to say? No, I ain't got nothing else to say. Just refs can suck my dick. That's all it is. <laughs> and there we go, guys. Um, refs can suck our dick. I remade Hotline Bling for y'all. So there you go. And... We're gonna go sixteen and zero or fourteen and zero in these picks this week. Well, at least I will. I don't yeah. know about you, but uh, whatever, dude. <laughs> I will. All right. So, well, like we said, hit us up on Twitter at underscore downfield. I'm at Sir Saucy Mitts at Jr Smith eighty nine. Find us on Facebook, iTunes. We're all over the goddamn map. SoundCloud. So yeah, just hit us up, and uh, we will see y'all next week. Deuces. Enjoy the week. I've played with feet before. You know you're the baby. Yeah. I love feet. You know I like you. No. Saw the toes. I'm not gonna No. No me digan una cosa así. Love to do that for you. You used to call me on my. You used to. You used to. Yeah. You used to call me on my cell phone. Day night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone. Day night when you need my love. And I know when that outline blink. That can only mean one thing. I know when that outline blink. That can only mean one thing. Ever since I left the city, you Got a reputation for yourself now Everybody knows and I feel left off 
Girl, you got me down, you got me stressed out Cause ever since I left the city, you Started wearing less and going out more Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor Hanging with some girls I never seen before You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city, you, you, you You and me, we just don't get along You make me feel like I did you wrong Going places where you don't belong Ever since I left the city, you You got exactly what you asked for Running out of pages in your passport Hanging with some girls I've never seen before You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing These days, all I do is wonder if you're bending over backwards for someone else. Wonder if you're rolling up a backwards for someone else. Doing things I taught you getting nasty for someone else. You don't need no one else. You don't need nobody else. No. Why you never alone? Why you always touch and roll? Used to always stay at home, be a good girl. You was in the zone. Yeah. You should just be yourself Right now you're someone else You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink Ever since I left the city